the reading comes today from Proverbs chapter 15, verses 16 to 33. Better to have little with fear for the Lord than to have great treasure and inner turmoil. A bowl of vegetables with someone you love is better than steak with someone you hate. A hot-tempered person starts fights. A cool-tempered person stops them. A lazy person's way is blocked with briars, but the path of the upright is, is an open highway. Sensible children bring joy to their father. Foolish children despise their mother. Foolishness brings joy to those with no sense. A sensible person stays on the right path. Plans go wrong for lack of advice. Many advisors bring success. Everyone enjoys a fitting reply. It is wonderful to say the right thing at the right time. The path of life leads upward for the wise. They leave the grave behind. The Lord tears down the house of the proud, but he protects the property of widows. The Lord detests evil plans, but he delights in pure words. Greed brings grief to the whole family, but those who hate bribes will live. The heart of the godly thinks carefully before speaking. The mouth of the wicked overflows with evil words. The Lord is far from the wicked, but he hears the prayers of the righteous. A cheerful look brings joy to the heart. Good news makes for good health. If you listen to constructive criticism, you will be at home among the wise. If you reject discipline, you only harm yourself. But if you listen to correction, you grow in understanding. Fear of the Lord teaches wisdom. Humility precedes honour. Okay. Um, yeah, thanks, Laurie, for your thoughts on the Trinity. Um, it's it's a, a doctrine that makes my brain hurt um but it's good to have a god who makes your brain hurt good to make a uh, to have a god that you, you you cannot understand you know about him but you can't understand him thanks Anne, for your prayers uh, thanks mary for reading the, the scriptures to us how do you get through 32 uh, about 16 17 verses in uh, about as many minutes um, it, it's really an impossibility to do it so what I want to do is just really to, to take the last couple of verses whoever heeds correction gains understanding fear of the Lord teaches a man wisdom and humility comes before honor and I, I just want to take those two verses really because I think in many ways they sum up the the, the whole of um, the, the, the book of Proverbs, it's what the book of Proverbs is, is all about. And, and I do that because there, there are people who have, and I've, I've found that from, uh, from my experience um, in the past, in pastoral ministry, that there are people who, um, they, they it, it bothers them they they want to know the will of god how can i be wise enough to know the will of god um and i can remember when i first became a christian i was told that god had a perfect will for my life 
And if I didn't find that will, I would miss out and I would live on God's second best for the rest of my life. And I've known people who, who have, have actually said um, that they, um, they missed God's will for their life for some reason or other. And so ever since then, they've been having to live on, on God's second best. And then there have been other people who don't have any problem with the will of God because God is always speaking to them, always hearing God speaking to them. Remember one man saying that he would not spend sixpence until he prayed uh, that God would, would tell him whether it was all right to spend that sixpence. Now, um, I guess we all remember what sixpence was, two and a half pence, but it's, um, it's probably, you, you wouldn't get anything for sixpence these days. You could get a Mars bar back in those days, a bar of chocolate for sixpence. He wouldn't spend even sixpence unless he had asked God for permission to do that. Um, and then other people will say, well, you know, when you pray, um, do you spend all your time talking to God or do you let him talk to you? And of course, the question is, well, how do I know when God is speaking to me? That's a question that, you, that I used to be asked many times. And the thing is, when God speaks to you, you, you know it. But um, God speaks to me through the Bible. He speaks to me every day. He speaks to me through the Bible. That's how I know God is speaking to me. Whatever thoughts might come into my heart, they might be from God or they might not. But when I read the Bible, um, I know that God is speaking to me. I'm always dubious or I, be, or I became dubious about people God who say that God was always speaking to them. Um, there's a, somebody who befriended me when I became a Christian, Jeff. And Jeff, you, you, you'd be talking to him and he'd go, suddenly go, oh, God just spoke to me then. Uh, or what did, he speak, what did he say to you, Jeff? Um, I don't know, but he spoke to me. And uh, there, there were other people that I've met and they'll tell you what God is saying to them. Um, there was a, a lady called Faye that I met many years ago, she met me. She actually sought me out because she, she, um, she had words from God for me. And Faye would tell you what time God told us. She didn't get out of bed in the morning until God told her to get out of bed. And it was never before 10 o'clock. And Faye um, would uh, tell you that God would tell her what to eat for breakfast, what to eat for lunch, what to eat for, for dinner, um, that she was to go out and catch a number 11 bus and she was to do this and she was to do that. But, but I finally twigged that um, God didn't speak to Faye all the time. because She told me that he told her what clothes to wear. And I knew that the Holy Spirit had better dress sense than that. But Faye was very insistent that, um, that, that God told her everything and she was obedient. You see, when God speaks to you all the time like that, you're always doing the right thing because nobody can tell you that you're doing wrong because, you, you know, God told you to do it. Um, Proverbs 30 verses 5 and 7 
every word of God is flawless. He is a shield to those who take refuge in him. Do not add to his words, or he may rebuke you and prove you a liar. That's a very important passage. The word here is, is God's word as it's written in the Bible. Don't add to it. And what Proverbs wants us to do, it wants to show us the way of wisdom. God wants us to be wise. He wants us not to be always um, looking for words uh, from him. The Bible tells us what God's will is for us. John 6 verse 28, Jesus says, uh, people ask Jesus, what must we do that we might do God's works, the works that God's require? What, what, how can we be in God's will? And Jesus says, the work of God is to believe in the one he has sent. And probably the best um, statement on the will of God that we have is in Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. This is the will of God for all of us. Therefore, I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And then you will know, uh, then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good and pleasing and perfect will. And I think many people, um, those who are my age, will remember J.B. Phillips. Um, translation of Romans chapter 12 verses 1 and 2. This is the way that J.P. Phillips puts it, and I really do like this. I think it gets to the heart of what is being said here. With eyes wide open to the mercies of God, I beg you, my brothers, as an act of intelligent worship, intelligent worship, not blind worship, but intelligent worship, to give God your bodies as a living sacrifice consecrated to him and acceptable by him. Don't let the world around you squeeze you into its own mold, but let, let God remold your minds from within so that you may prove in practice uh, that, that the plan of God is good, meets all his demands, and moves towards the goal of true maturity. So uh, really important. We all need to, we need wisdom for every moment of our lives, for every day of our lives. And this is the way that, that Proverbs puts it. But for knowing what God wants you to do, Proverbs 3 verses 5 to 7, trust in the Lord with all your heart. That's the first thing. If you want wisdom, trust in the Lord with all your heart. James says, does any man lack wisdom? Let him ask of God who gives to all men liberally, and it will be given him. And what he says is that God doesn't upbraid in the authorized version of the Bible. He doesn't say to you, how dare you ask me for wisdom? You stupid person. How can you be so unwise? God loves to give wisdom. He is God, the only wise God, and he loves to give wisdom to us. So the writer of Proverbs says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Trust in the Lord that he'll give you wisdom. Lean up to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, 
and he'll make your path straight. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. There is, again, a kind of summary of what Proverbs is all about. You ever wondered how the Apostle Paul knew the will of God? Kind of wisdom that he had. Um, he says to the Romans, when he, when he writes the letter to the Romans, I've tried to come to you many times, and I'm going to keep on trying, but every time I've tried to get to you, something has held me up. But he didn't come to the conclusion, well, God doesn't want me to go to Rome. He came to the conclusion that Rome is the best place for me to go to. Rome is the best place for me to minister in because Rome is the center of the world. All roads lead to Rome. All roads lead from Rome. From what he could understand, from what he could see from his own wisdom, that was the place to be. Go to Rome and, uh, and preach the gospel in Rome and you will have the most effect. But everything kept going wrong. Time and time again, his plans uh, were, were thrown out of kilter. But that was what he was going to do. And I think Paul took the view that if I'm wrong, God will lead me. He'll show, he'll show me what he does do. But, you know, you can't drive somewhere unless you start the car up. You can't get anywhere unless you actually start to move. And it's very interesting that when, when you come to Acts chapter 16, the way that Paul works there, we, we, Paul, Luke records was that Paul and his companions traveled throughout the region of Phrygia and Galatia having been kept by the Holy Spirit. So it's not just that things are going wrong. The Holy Spirit is deliberately preventing Paul from going into these places where he thinks are the best, thing, best place to go. He's, committed, he's trusting in the Lord with all his heart. He's leaning not to his own understanding. He's doing what he thinks is right, but he knows that God will show him, will, will, will lead him in the right way ultimately. And having been kept by the Holy Spirit from preaching the word in the province of Asia, when they came to the border of Mysia, they tried to enter Bithynia, and the Spirit of Jesus would not allow them to. So they, they're trying something else, but that isn't working out. But because the, the Spirit of God is, 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 is working in all of this. So they passed through Mysia and went down to Troas. And during the night, Paul had a vision of a man in Macedonia standing and begging them, come over to Macedonia and help us. And he takes that as God's way of telling where, where he's to go. So he tries, he tries everything he can, committing it to God, trusting in the Lord, leaning not, not to his own understanding, but nevertheless doing something and knowing that God will show him if he's doing it wrong this is the, the, this this here's this kind of this is the way of wisdom um one of the most profound books that i know is c.s lewis's the Screwtape letters uh letters from uh, a a senior devil to a junior devil and, and the senior devil Screwtape is writing to his nephew wormwood and he says this in one of the letters. 
the enemy by which he means God has a curious fantasy of making all these disgusting little human vermin into what he calls free lovers and servants. Sons is his word. He uses with his inveterate love of degrading the whole spiritual world by unnatural liaisons with these two-legged animals, desiring their freedom. He therefore refuses to carry them by their mere affections and habits to any of the goals which he sets before them. He leads them to do it on their own. Well, as Lewis says about Screwtape, you know, there's... Um, not, you can't believe everything that he says, but there is some, some truth about that. God, um, in, in Psalm 32, verses 8 and 9, God says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way that you shall go. Uh, do not be like the horse or the mule, which have no understanding, but who must be controlled by bit and bridle, or they will not come to you. And there's so many Christians I know who want to, be like the horse or the mule that needs a bridle to guide them. They want God to be constantly leading them. But God wants us to understand wisdom so that we might be able to do the right thing. Remember Proverbs is written to a young man by his father. And God is our father. And the instruction of the book of, of Proverbs is that the, the, the father teaches his son the way he ought to live. But he's not going to do that all his life. And brothers and sisters, there are some of us who've been Christians a long time. And there are some Christians who've been a long time, uh, Christians a long time, and they still want God to kind of, you know, lead them like a, with a horse and a bridle. And uh, for him to tell them everything they're to do. And I hear people say, oh, I just do what God tells me to do. He wants us to be wise. And when we teach our children how they are to live, we don't continue teaching them all their lives. We want them to grow so that they will be able to make the right decisions. And that's what the book of Proverbs is all about. It's all about um, heeding correction. It's all about um, gaining understanding. Gaining understanding. And, and as we... As we seek to be obedient to God's words, we follow the instructions that is given in his, uh, as in his words. As we gain wisdom from God's word, we'll be able to walk with true freedom, knowing that if we blow it, knowing if we get it wrong, that God will put us right. He'll lead us in the right way if that's the way we want to go. If we want to go our own way, he might just let us do that. And you've always got to be careful uh, about you, what you want, because God might give it to you.